0: Let's get off together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one of the Get the Fuck Off podcast. I would love to start this out by saying I'm so grateful for all of you guys for tuning in. I have one goal with this podcast, and that is to help you guys get off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore, because eliminating habits that are toxic makes your life better so today I really want to talk about the main shit stir in my life Uh, I did this for nearly 20 years it was definitely the most hazardous habit that I had with alcohol coming a close second but uh, that is smoking cigarettes. I smoked cigarettes since I was 14 and I stopped when I was 32. So that was a really fucking long time. And now I can say that I live a life where I am extremely happy without cigarettes. I run marathons. I run about 50 miles a week, which I know is not an insane distance, but to go from smoking a pack or two every day, to running that kind of distance is something that I think is really impressive. And I wanted to let you guys know that any of you can do this. It is not an impossible feat. I am not some kind of superhuman. I am a very average person living in a very average apartment, wearing very average clothes. And you, if you are, if you relate to that in any capacity, I, you are capable of this too. So I want to talk to you guys about the things that you can do to get off the smokes and live your life free of them. You know, the thing about quitting smoking is that people tend to want to default to a concept called willpower. Now I've written uh, on my website, getthefuckoff.com, about willpower with regard to drinking. It's the same in any any regard, smoking, drinking, overeating, willpower is a really weird concept, because it puts the idea in your head that you're going without something. And your first step to stopping any habit that you don't like is to realize that you're not going without anything by giving up that habit. And I'm gonna talk about this a lot in upcoming episodes. You are actually giving yourself a great gift by giving up the habit. Now when people think about willpower, that's the first thing that they do. It just programs their brain to think of this idea of restricting. And that also is why The concept called cold turkey really scares a lot of smokers. Now if I say the words cold turkey I bet if you're still smoking you're probably having an anxiety attack right now and I know that because I have thought of that word while I was still smoking and I just would freeze every single time. Like my brain was unable to process any single thing that people would tell me if the words cold turkey were mentioned yet I knew that that was the most successful method to quit. All of my friends that had quit successfully all did it that way. I said to them, oh, do you, how do you feel? And how did you do it? And all of them, every single one that stopped successfully said, I just stopped one day and I never did it again. So I knew that there was some validity to the the idea of quitting cold turkey. And I knew that somehow if I needed to rely on alternative methods I gum or electronic cigarettes or vaping or the patch that was a popular thing back in the early 2000s I remember people did that I knew that I wasn't it was not going to work for me so I had to entertain the cold turkey concept but I was still in this idea of cold turkey and willpower were the same thing and when you say the words cold turkey they are so tightly associated with willpower that you actually start thinking I'm going without when you hear the words cold turkey your brain makes that association without you even realizing that it does you are not going without anything so when you go to quit smoking the first thing that you have to do is you have to start breaking psychological ties to your addiction and you have to realize exactly what it is now I did this over the course of about two years but when I actually decided to quit I did it over the course of about two days but it was a long process of breaking psychological ties and what I aim to do with this podcast is start telling you guys things that you can start doing right now to work your way to the place where you can just say, okay, I don't want to do this anymore, and you will get to that place. So today I want to talk about the cigarette smoking identity, and what I mean by that is how we think about ourselves when we think about our smoking habit. I wrote about this in a blog post that you can see on my website, but I want to tell you about it here and my personal cigarette smoking identity. I think the root of the identity really started when I was in college, and I was very heavily active in a lot of things on campus. I was taking a full course load. I was working overnights on the weekends at a restaurant, and I saw myself as a very fierce human being, and it was reinforced by other people around me. Uh, One of my best friends used to always say that I had a cigarette in one hand and a coffee in the other, and I really liked that, so for me... I adapted very early on that cigarettes were a symbol of power and they were something that gave me a respite from my hard life. They helped me cope with the strenuous aspects of my life. Now, this was something that... That I had created in my head. It was a story that I was telling myself about myself. And as I got older, I kind of just added on to that. So I used to think of myself, especially when I started drinking in bars, as a symbol of elegance when I would pull out a cigarette and a man would, at the time, you could still smoke in bars, a man would extend a lighter to me and he would light my cigarette for me. And I was always thinking about the glamour and elegance of what that was like, about how I was a sexually attractive symbol. And of course, that was really rooted in early media images of cigarette smoking, but I didn't know that. I mean, I just thought, oh, men are paying attention to me for the first time in my life, and they're paying attention to me when I pull out a cigarette. And my brain started tying the two together very early on. I carried that image with me when I moved to New York City and I started associating smoking as a symbol of cosmopolitan life. And I was very wed to the character Don Draper in Mad Men because I thought that he was just the shit. And when I would smoke, I would see him in myself like i would see myself as this big executive and i was i was nothing i was not an executive i was working in a restaurant but i saw myself when i smoked cigarettes as this person this executive high profile advertising person always having sex with beautiful women i mean when i smoked that character smoked I tied that in so all of these things were layered together over the years and they created in my mind this image that every single time I lit a cigarette I was important and I was doing it to escape the stresses of a life that was difficult I used to photograph myself with cigarettes I used to always want to have a picture of myself smoking particularly in different urban settings because that was part of the narrative that I had wired into my brain that That was part of my image. So when it came time to quit smoking, it wasn't always necessarily about the drug addiction because your physical addiction to cigarettes is very, very small. Like within three to 10 days, nicotine is completely out of your system. And the withdrawals, even though they are real, the withdrawals are not something like the withdrawals from alcohol or the withdrawals from heroin. They don't wake you up in the middle of the night. They don't They don't affect you physically in that high of a capacity. But the psychological addiction is what lingers for a long time because of how much time we spend investing in tying that drug to every single thing that we do and every single thing that we think about ourselves. So I want you guys to just start this with me right now and think about yourself and think about who you are as a cigarette smoker. And I want you to realize one very important thing. Everything that you think about yourself as a cigarette smoker, every piece of that image that you have created, it is all bullshit. I really want to break it down piece by piece for you guys. So first of all, you probably think you are a badass bitch when you are smoking cigarettes and you're holding that cigarette and you are a badass. Let me tell you something you are correct in that you are a badass you are a badass motherfucker to hold a substance that is literally killing you that is making your life worse that is expensive you are lighting your money on fire when you buy a pack of cigarettes you have to be a badass to continue to do that day in and day out so those things that you think about yourself Those are accurate, but they're not accurate because you smoke. They're accurate because that's your personality. There's no other way to describe it. Your personality is you are a badass motherfucker. The cigarettes make you not so much of a badass motherfucker. And here's why. When you are part of a social setting, you have to excuse yourself so many times. You are incapable of withstanding a long social outing without breaking. You are incapable of being able to trudge forward on a strenuous activity or an exercise or something like that without stopping the smoke. And you are seen in society as genuinely a weak person. And you probably spend an inordinate amount of time trying to escape that fact. You probably are blocking it out so hardcore, you're like, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to think that I'm weak. But you know, you know in your mind, you know in your heart that you are. So this is the first step. The first step is not doing anything except acknowledging that you are a weak person. Why? Because you have to rewrite the story that you are telling yourself every single day about you as a cigarette smoker. And when you get to the point where you can rewrite that story, it is going to be easier for you to say, I don't want to do this anymore. So let's go back to willpower. Willpower means I'm going without. Oh my God, my brain doesn't like this. My brain doesn't think that this is comfortable. My brain doesn't think that this is good. Don't think about it in terms of willpower. Think about it in terms of what it is. When I smoke, people see me as a weak person. What else do they see you as? They see you as a person that doesn't value money. They don't see you as a person that is any sort of executive or any top tier, whatever the hell you can, I don't know, I don't exist in that world, but whatever great profession that you have idealized in your mind that you want to be someday, those people are seen as people that really have a handle on finance and you do not. You are a person that lights your money on fire. You might as well be addicted to gambling. You're that person at the slot machine. That's you. Start thinking of yourself that way. What else? You're seen as a smelly person. Now, let me tell you a story about when I was working at a restaurant in Times Square. I was a bartender, all of the people that bartended with me smoked. I smoked, we all smoked. So we had this little, uh, this little area, and we would all keep our things in there, our coats and, and what have you, and that was like the place where the bartenders stored their shit. So I stopped smoking, and it was probably about six to eight months later, and I thought to myself, oh my God, did these people ever bathe? Like all of a sudden, I could smell the cigarettes on all of their coats. Now, I know you've probably heard your whole life that cigarette smoking stinks and you just don't understand what that means. You don't really smell it on people or maybe you know that one person who smokes three packs a day and you smell it on them, but that's not you. No, that's a load of bullshit. You stink. Even if you smoke a half a pack a day, you stink. It's a real thing. You just don't know. Your senses are completely dulled to it. Your senses are, it's like those people that don't know what their own houses smell like. You know how everybody's house has a smell and sometimes you go into someone's house and you're like, what the fuck? What do they cook? Fish every single day? That's how it is with your smoking. Like that's that's what's going on with you. You are stinky. So in addition to you not being All of the things that I'd mentioned already, you are also extremely smelly. You are not sexy. You probably have an image of sex appeal wired in, looped in with that story that you're telling about yourself. And there is no sex appeal to smoking. I promise you, especially if you want a really sexy man, because let me tell you, a really chiseled, handsome, sexy man, I don't don't know if you guys sleep with men, but if you sleep with men, a really handsome, sexy, chiseled man that works out all the time... I'll tell you what, that man doesn't smoke and he doesn't want you to smoke. He is going to go smell your hair and be like, this bitch, you got to go. That is what's going on. You're not sexy. So start thinking about it that way. Start thinking those things. Start thinking the real things about yourself that are really happening because that is the only way that you can start undoing all of the damage you've done with creating this narrative, creating this story about yourself. The story makes the addiction worse. There are a lot of layers to this, guys. There's a lot of different stuff that you need to start doing when you are trying to move forward to give up a cigarette addiction. Believe me, I am going to explore more of these in upcoming episodes. But this is just one thing that you can start to do today. And it doesn't mean that you have to throw away that pack of cigarettes that's sitting on the table. That pack of cigarettes sitting on the table that you probably have referred to as your best friend maybe more than one time. I know a lot of smokers that have done that. I certainly have. Um, We can talk about that another day. But, you know, that, it doesn't mean that you have to throw that away. And that's, The anxiety of throwing that away keeps people kind of locked in their place. So I'm trying to eliminate that anxiety, the going without anxiety. Because whenever you say going without, a smoker clams up. They stop listening. They stop thinking. They don't want to think anymore. All they know is it's going to be awful. You can get out of this without it being so awful. And we are going to talk all about it. But right now, before anything before you even think about anything else just start thinking about yourself and the stories that you've told about yourself and slowly slowly start to debunk the truths the alleged truths the myths start to debunk those one by one and you know what Once those are debunked, then start creating new stories. Start thinking about how strength comes not from cigarettes, but from going without cigarettes and all that stamina and endurance and all of that shit that you want to have. That comes from not smoking. How sex appeal comes from not smoking. How much better your skin is going to look and your face and your body is going to look so much better because you're going to be stronger. You're going to be able to utilize and exercise your body in ways that you've never been able to do or at least not been able to do in the last few years since you've been smoking because smoking makes you less capable. Think about how you're going to present to the world and to yourself when you have let go of those falsehoods that you've created. So that wraps up today's episode in re-examining the narratives that you tell yourself about your smoking identity. And I'm going to have lots of topics coming up in future episodes that we can think about and explore in our journey to getting the fuck off together. I find that any radical shift in your life really has much to do with a shift in your mindset and I think that people think about stopping different habits without realizing that changing your mind is the most integral part of all of it so that's why I'm here and that's what I aim to do for you guys I hope to see you guys next week and I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day take care everybody We'll back.